Hi, this is Greg Hildebrandt, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. <laughs> Listen, I, I think I think if a prelim sketch comes up by Greg Hildebrand, you, you just oh, wow, buy. you're gonna start the recording now. And I am gonna start the recording the conversation. Now. Wow, well, that's dirty. Well, okay. no, I couldn't click. I couldn't couldn't no, click the yeah, button I bet fast you enough. Couldn't click fast enough. I couldn't click I fast enough. I you know me. I can bet. barely drive this thing. Let alone um, <laughs> let alone what's this in the way? Oh, it's a letter. There we go. That's all right. Just from my pension provider. We don't need to know about that. Um, so the, to open this episode, we will have yes. Greg Hildebrand. Greg Hildebrand, which is perfect for this conversation. It's like, so it's like, context you know. of the conversation. Greg Hildebrand is posting daily. Uh, some sketches daily. Some prelim sketches. sketches. And if you're, prelim sketches. And if you're on the email server, you're getting email notifications. Ian sent me the surfer one. And I missed passed. it. You missed it. Missed it. Uh, it would have gone. Yeah. So use a totally useless link that was sent to me by Ian because it's already gone. But anyway, so yeah, I didn't get it. And uh, I was telling Ian who we were supposed to be taking an oath together about you know spending less, and uh, he's making uh, he's making exceptions. I'm, I'm saying, all I'm saying, That's all I'm is. saying is if a Hildebrandt sketch saying. comes up, all I'm saying is Hildebrandt sketch comes up. You, you know what, you know what I'm saying? When a Hildebrandt sketch comes up and you send a friend a link that is already sold out. Listen, I was that telling, eager. Giving them no, for not no. buying I said, I sent no, you the link no. before I saw it was sold out because I hadn't clicked on the link. The main thing was I wanted to make sure you got the link as soon as you could. I'm not going to spend time checking it's still valid or anything like that. My That's main fair. my main thing That's is fair. get it to you as That's quick fair. as possible. I probably which, have been guilty of that. To which many I have just done <laughs> to someone else because his character came up and he has read the message, but has he bought the item? Who knows? Who knows? Let me click on the item and see if it's gone out of stock. I mean, he might have like ran to go buy it and didn't tell you thank you right away because he's still buying it. Yeah, I don't know. His PayPal information. Don't know. But Oh, it's well, here's bucks. the other. So here's the other caveat. I do know where it. the, I do know where the um, 94 is, mm prelim oh. is oh. for Surfer, which is beautiful. Is I, I, under your mattress. It's under my pillow. <laughs> no, I wish. No. But one day, one day, I think I'll Ew. get it. I'll think I'll get it one day. Ew. Ew. Hey, man. Don't judge me in my collection. I'm enjoying I'm not it. judging. I'm not okay. judging. You're, you're enjoying collecting. There we go. Thanks for I'm tuning in, people. Collecting. Thanks for tuning in. See you next and week. here we begin. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, hang on. I've got to push the right button. There we go. Hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and you're listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, your weekly digest of hobby goodness 2023. Woo! With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel cards. Our state of the hobby is now the official 51st state and will appear on stamps, coins, and flags in the coming days, thanks to the sterling campaign and lobbying efforts of Noren Rad. You're welcome. You're- <laughs> what can I say except you're welcome? You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Big tattoos on my boobs. Uh, uh, nope. Um, nope. You- <laughs> nope. 
You've seen that film, I'm guessing. You must have seen that. I've I've seen that film, but now I've seen that image. Good. There's no going back. Good, good. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Let me just move my keys. Um, I... (laughs) They were just there in front of me, and I thought, I can't possibly do an episode of the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Yes, for that is the realm into which you have stumbled, dear viewer stroke listener. Um, And if anyone can send an image of a viewer stroking a listener, then you will win a prize. Anyway, um, how are you doing? I'm a little bit hungover. I'm modeling sorry. the fake prize we have. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Wonderful. Now we'll find something. We'll find we'll something. something. I'm literally it's surrounded really by something. piles and boxes of cards because it's been two days How's since that, our last recording. Uh, uh, not very because it's only been like two days since our last recording. That's true. Um, That's true. So, um, Slacker. But, but I get um, yeah, I know. I'll tell you what I have had arrive, actually. Let me show you these. Ooh. So, and we will we will touch on this um, possibly today, possibly today. Yes, possibly today. Maybe not. Um, is I ordered a batch of one touch cases. Dang, which aren't, which aren't what are you going to put in one touches? Which aren't cheap in the UK. Yeah, um, not cheap here. They're not cheap anywhere. Um, but the the main ones you can get in the UK are, uh, are Ultra Pro which has its ups and downs because Ultra Pro for some cards, because of the cards aren't maybe cut quite as correctly Evenly. or yeah. no, no, they're even, they're just, they're just out by like half a point or a point, you know, and they just don't quite fit in. So for example, so I've just ordered a load of 35 point one touch. Okay. Um, and when I say a load, that's 10 and that was almost 50 bucks, you know, for those. So, um, so it's going to be a long... was almost 50. Yeah, 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 in the UK. Um, Ultra is pretty much the dominant brand in the UK because of all the uh, magic and Pokemon mm-hmm. and, and stuff. Um, BCW I can get, but I have to order it from Germany. And as for any of the other brands, people keep people keep sending me links and saying, oh, yeah, these are the best brands. These are the best brands, like Voltex and SlimFit and all this sort of stuff. You can't get them over it. So it's no. actually not cost-effective at all. <laughs> anyway, um, so I went for Ultra Pro. And I got 10 35 point ones simply to put in my autos. Mm. So I started um, casing up my autos. I've got some sleeves as well. Um, although these sleeves, um, again, this is one of those things, you know, they're not snug fit because the sleeves are designed to go from 35 point up to 260 point one touches. Mm. So of course, they are going to have a little, little bit of wiggle room on the, um, on the 35 point. But, you know, Got my Michael Keaton. That's sick. Homecoming auto. Well, no one touch. Well, um, what is it called? I guess you just said it's superior fit. I guess they don't ship superior fit. Um, to be honest with you, I I didn't look on their on their site because it's kind of the thing I just need to be able to do locally. Um, yeah, it makes sense. It's, it's, it's tough sense. enough. Getting I out. think I, I did notice for all your listeners and viewers out there, but I did notice that um, for some cards, if they are cut um, where it's too high. Right, they didn't cut it evenly around to standard trading card size. Um, if it's too high, if you buy a, a magnetic holder that's really deep, deeper than the deeper thickness than of the card, five point, yeah, mm-hmm. it actually will fit. Yeah, it will. And you have a lot of that space there, which sucks. Mm-hmm. That's the only fix I've I've because I had like two or three cards like that. It's the only fix I've been able to do. Well, the other fix is uh, alternately buy a different brand because BCW. For example, um, so Ultra Pro, 
That's uh, right. I think yeah, it's, BCW, some BCW ones will fit better. Yeah, Ultra um, for the Marvel Black Diamond Diamond Shards. It's just it just won't sit in. But apparently the BCW ones will. So um, so I just went. I chose ten autos out of my pile. I wanted to choose some nice ones just to get the thrill of it. So I got my oh, Charlie Cox, wow. and they got me Electra. Wow, Defenders one. Uh, in fact, I've got my Charlie Cox Defenders one as well. Oh, good. Um, so There's one in his. Uh, one is he, he's in his suit. The other he's one in his is not, right? there. Yeah, there is a Defenders. There is a in his suit one from the Daredevil set, but I don't have that. Um, mm. And there is, I believe, one in his civvies from the Defenders set. So I, you know, I don't need to own four. No, no, no. You got you got the That's pairing. Fine. That's what yeah, I was asking. Nice. You got one in the mm. costume, one not. Uh, got a yeah, Punisher. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. It's a nice one. Um, uh, Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. Her auto's gone off the sticker on that one. Which oh. is a, a bit of a She's great, man. Bit of a ball. She's so good. Um what else? So yeah, so in this stack of cards, one of these I notice is, you know, let's do this live. This isn't what we were gonna do at all, but we are now. Um one of these <laughs> we're deep is, in now. <laughs> is a BCW. So this is a BCW. I already had this one, and this is what it came in. So the card mm. that wouldn't fit into a, an ultra pro was one of these. It was one of these purple MCU PMGs. Oh, wow. Interesting. So let's let's live on air, Test see if it will fit. Sorry, Charlie, you're about to get booted out. Um, Charles. Yeah, this, this is where I drop it on the floor. And it goes, don't do that. Yeah, don't, don't do, do that. that. I'm having trouble getting it open. There we go. That's what she said. Easy now. Easy now. Right. So we have a BCW 35 point that's empty. This is fascinating listening. So if you're listening to this and you want to be seeing it, then... wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it like an anchor. Okay, go ahead. James coming up to the plate and he is holding the loader, holding the card very well, fine, showing it to the camera. Mm-hmm. He is close. He is making his way to insertion and he is letting it hit drop with a very good two finger standard. And it's perfect. And it's in. We have it's we have perfect. contact. So BCW. So there's your answer. The purple P- PMGs. BCW. There you go. Which is nice. Slightly so I need to wait for that German um, holder, German um, seller to um, get them wow, back. Wow, you just kicked out Charlie like that. He's out. He's out. It was Char- he, he's doing the walk of shame, isn't he? <laughs> I can see. That's perfect. I did that. That's I can really believe good. I did that. Um, Charlie. But now, my friend, you are going into there and you'll have to wait till next month's order of one touch uh, 35 points because I can only afford to be with your friends, buddy. 10 That's a month. Sad. What a uh, sad story. But I've, I've already got my um, Vin Diesel also from Riddick Oof. in one. So, Oof. yeah. So basically, my autos, I've got my Clark Greg from Thor. <laughs> cool. That's a nice I love one. that. What? Uh, is that an Ultra Pro? Yeah, that's an Ultra Pro. Um, and just to prove um, the old adage that two Wongs don't make a right. I love it. That was good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> okay. Let's start the show. <laughs> start the show. Um, actually, no, that's not. Before I, before I go on, someone sent me um, an Aliens dual auto. I got, got this off a UK seller. And Who are the it's, actors? It's in... Uh, it is Colette Heller and Daniel Cash. So it's Spunkmeyer and 
Ferro. So it's the two dropship. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cup yeah. pair. Um, wow. Sorry, it doesn't show very well. Okay. Yeah, sorry, that's why I asked. These cards. Um, oh, it's, anyway, it's it is nice, um, but it's in an unbranded mag case. I've got no idea what brand this is. Interesting. It doesn't say, well, it doesn't say at all. Um, and I won't be keeping it in. Oh, maybe, maybe I will. Don't know. But it's a thicker card, so I think that's at least a fifty-five point, probably a seventy-five point. Um, mm. But yeah, nice. Anyway. And I digress. So last week, folk would have heard our first of a few state of the hobby episodes uh, right. that we have that we have um, egotistically decided to call it uh, because that's the kind of people we are. Um, so those of you who've heard that, we were kind of um, talking about. Uh, those of you who haven't heard it, rather, rather, we were talking about um, quitting, and in some cases, quite quitting. So people who've gotten frustrated with the hobby and decided to maybe bail or or you know or change or cut back or whatever um um and what started it off was my theoretical cycle which is complete bunkum and has only just come out of my head but we talked about it last week and i'm curious to hear listeners thoughts on this so please feel free to message or comment um either on the facebook post or the youtube channel so my cycle i had of a collector is phase one discovery and overreaching in parentheses afterwards phase two is more discovery and realignment question mark at the end um pay, phase three reduction and finessing phase four which is about i think noren and i might be at the moment contented curation and phase five <laughs> is is uh, without a doubt <laughs> is <laughs> phase five. I think I'm still a little bit in phase three actually. Reduction and finessing. Reduction, he says, sitting here. You had a lot more of cards. You yeah, had a I've lot got more. Well, I mean, I've decided know. what my next reduction is going to be as well. Um, my next Sorry, two reductions. Well, you know the first I one. Love hearing about these. Well, you know the first one is going to be my um, trimming of my black cat sketches. Which hashtag are, hashtag the- road to seventy nine. I I did road to forty eight. I did my list yesterday mm. and all the prices I paid and my artists oh, and everything like that because oh. I got two more sketches um, from MCC ninety eight from a buddy. Nice, nice. So they're 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 not like massively anything, but like they're really cool looking. So I got those two. Um, but yeah, I did my list yesterday and I did oh. my prices and I did like the artists and like on my list I have it. Uh, I can say that, but yeah, so I have all that stuff, but yeah, cause I'm doing, I'm doing, it's crazy town stuff, but I love that though. So I am doing road to 48 with you. Good. So, good. But you're building up to 48. Aren't you? So I think I actually have less than 48, but not by much. Okay. So I will have to do, I'm going to have to do some editing soon enough. Mm, mm, I'm, I'm okay. okay. I'm, I, I like 48 as like my safety. All right. That's good. Um, my challenge on that is um, I've got some sketch cards that were gifted to me by people, mm. and I feel a bit funny about selling them because they were gifted to me. So I've decided I'm going to give those away. I'm going to pay nice. that forward. So um, that's good. So yeah. So there's I know there's at least one sketch that simply won't fit in my collection that I think I showed you off air last week that was gifted to me, but I've only yeah. just received it. So it's like, yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pay that forward. So. So nice. anyway, um, and then phase five was rediscovery. 
because sometimes you can you can come back come back around. So come back full circle. So basically, the the question I posted uh, the first question this which we talked on last week. So I posted a second question, which is basically um, I posted on the group and I said, okay, so today let's look on the bright side as we continue to check in with ourselves and say, you're okay, hun. I like that. <laughs> I like it. How how does the current current stroke recent hobby climate many described? Um, and if you want to hear that described, look at last week's um, uh, podcast. Oh, I've listened to it. Um, how has the hobby climate many described changed how you collect? How have you adapted? And would this change have happened anyway, or was it triggered, stroke evolved as a result of the recent Marvel cards pump? So quite a few people did actually kind of touch on that in the answers they gave to the first question because they said, well, I'm not doing this anymore and I haven't quit, but I'm doing this instead. So, um, which is fine, but I, I simply can't cross-reference both posts because both of them had a, a, an absolute ton of comments, um, as has the one that I posted earlier today. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, this is great. This is great. I love it. Um, so thank you, first of all, to everyone. In case I don't say it later on, in case I forget, thank you to everyone who's contributed to that and given their thoughts and you know because it's it awesome. You know, it's, it's a great, it's a great post. It's a really great post. Well, it's great one thing I've always, post. I always say to people about this podcast. And I think it gets get, people just lose it. You know, this podcast is for collectors. You know, it's for everyone out there who's listening who's who's into it. You know, we want you to contribute and help us shape what you want to hear. So uh, this is this is a perfect example. Um, so I'm just going to go through some of the answers because I thought there were some really, really lovely, really positive, good, good points. And there's one in particular I, I want to um, I want to come back to. But in I, I kind of jotted these down. I did put them in kind of an order. So I'm going to start off with Steve Amato. Um, mm. You say Steve. Amato, I say Amato. Amato, Amato, Amato. Mm. Nice Let's call the whole Super thing off. Nice yeah, yeah. So I'm so sorry, Steve. I'm so so sorry. No, he's a gem. He's a really nice guy. I, 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 I don't think. Do I know Steve? Is he on Instagram? Do I know him as something? He's, up he's that has on no Instagram. relation to his name on Instagram. He has a really great uh, DC Joker collection. If oh, okay. I'm not mistaken, and he has you know a great Marvel collection too. But he's he's oh, cool. more along the lines of. Um, he he goes a little bit everywhere, but he's also a pretty big like character collector too. Oh, cool! All right, um, so he's he's thrown in. Now I've typed his whole thing here, so I'm just gonna, just going through it. But in all of these, there's there's an absolute gem and a nugget. Um, so Steve said, the cause of the pump is more than just high money flippers entering the space from the sports world. Compared to sports, Marvel cards, especially new sets, are much more limited. Now I'm going to pause there and say. Absolutely. So one thing we've always said on this podcast is that the Marvel card scene, you know, the sports card, they 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 print those. Yeah, there are hundreds of sets a year in almost, you know, across the four major sports. I'm, I'm boring you there, dear. Um, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame me. Blame Steve. Steve no, no, no. You're boring. Um, no. Um, the hundreds, you know, hundreds of sets and, 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 you know, thousands of cards. Whereas the Marvel, you know, is a lot smaller. You know, there's a lot less product out Major, there, though. especially given last year when there was so little released, and yet the demand or the perceived demand was potentially its, at its highest. So he's got I a mean, point there. Yeah, demand, demand, demand was high. Only we only know demand was high factually 
because things sold out so quickly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, that's the big one. I mean, I think a lot of people did buy to hold, but I don't know how normal that is from those kind of audiences, like those kind of sports collectors. Like I'm not sure Mm -hmm. how much sports product is open and as opposed to how much sports product is kept sealed. I don't know. That's an interesting one. I don't know if, I don't know what, right. Like, I don't know if that's like a common practice because I know, I know, I know, I know a few like case and box collectors for Marvel but nothing like I would imagine as in sports. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we no, know that's a fair people, point. Yeah. But barely. I don't know. Sorry, I yeah. interrupted. I was just, no. it was just interesting. I was just trying no, to figure it out. No, it is interesting. Um, yeah. So Steve goes on. A couple of years ago, there were so many people that would say, I didn't even know these cards existed. As collectors who love to share their collections, it has created it has created more exposure and many more people have entered the hobby. Just look at the amount of members that have joined this group in the last two years. The hobby is has changed but is similar to many other things in life those who are in early reap great benefits which were buying many cards at affordable prices and as time goes on more and more people join the price goes up it's the same with investments like crypto stocks real estate etc and this is the bit that i like even a favorite bar that is a hidden gem that gets exposure from some travel channels doing a special on it and you can no longer get a stall at the bar because it's so crowded it's got cheers in mind there. Um, the change I've done is to change expectations and accept what it is and be extremely grateful at what I was able to collect before the bar got crowded. So what I've taken away from that is changing expectations. And that's that's the theme that's echoed across quite a few comments is people have kind of changed. They prepared to not be disappointed. Yeah. I think I think people are embracing for impact. I think people are having to take a step back and look at what they already own, mm-hmm. which is a big part of what you and I were talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and truthfully, like, like uh, you know, and hopefully this is kind of an interesting thought, but we've been in a hobby for a long time. And it's only deepened my appreciation for my own collection, even though there's things I want out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I look at my collection and realize there's no way I could grab these now. There's no way I could like ever find these even in a few years from now. So it's funny how no matter how long you've been in the collecting world of any collection, there's always this moment of appreciation of like, yeah. there's no way I could grab this. Now I'm so grateful to have it here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think that's like a true hobbyist, a true collector is someone who kind of like has those moments. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It, and not to say true or anything like that. I guess what I mean by that is like when you're in it and you're really experiencing it, that's an emotion that comes. Mm-hmm quite frequently and it's something i rely on to kind of continue to enjoy yeah the hunt yeah yeah i guess the one thing and that's interesting that that whole concept of being grateful um i look at the stuff that i've got and i've still got this stack of black cat stuff here because i haven't had a chance to sort it because as i mentioned it's only two days since the last time i showed it to you um it's um apart from tottering wildly from side to side and threatening to tip over um it's stuff that uh, unless, unless I was there to get it when I was, I was, you know, right place, right time and right amount yeah. of money in my PayPal. 
um, you know, I, I, my example on that is always the, um, the vibranium when that was coming out in 2015. Yeah. Uh, was it 2015? 2015. It was 2015. I went hard on that. And I, I didn't realize. I, I kind of, yeah, no, I, I, I was, I caught, that was probably the first set where I chased numbered parallels of cat. That was my first number parallel. Track. I actually, I just saw your Instagram post about that, and I was I, for some reason I don't know why. Oh know yeah, that was had, a PSI. Mm, mm. You you have the um, you have the plates for that, right? Yeah, that and that's the thing. So I um I realised that there were there's a there's the regular on. You've got the base, then you've got oh, I can't remember what it radiance. is. Refined radiance, refined, and bar, bar bar is a five. Um, Molten is the other one as well. Molten, molten. So basically, you've got six cards, uh, including the one of five. Um, so I've got all those, uh, and the of five took the longest to come up, but still not that long. I managed to do all this in the space of about three or four months, and three of the four printing plates came up. That's crazy. Well. To get that so, close on that is, is insane. It actually fills up in nine pages as well. Ooh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so you got six cards and three plates, and then so, the three plates. Yeah, so if the fourth plate ever turned up, I think I'd be like, no, <laughs> I'm fine. Thank you. I, I doubt yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would, it would be nice. It uh, but but no, that's what I'm saying. But I'm I'm grateful for that. And I look yeah. back and I look back in my emails and I did work out how much it cost me um, yeah. to get all those. I think it was about nine hundred dollars. Unheard of. You know, I mean, I was like, still playing no. two, three hundred for a couple of pieces. You know, um, it's but, unheard of. But I had, you know, I had to, I had to kind of go for it. Um, interest, uh, yeah. I need to go back and revisit. In my head, I've got about nine hundred dollars, but I'll go and top that up again. Um, anyway, I can't remember why I was saying that. Yeah, no, uh, grateful to be, you know, what I was able to collect basically before the the the, the fictional bar, um, Steve's bar. This little bar that's tucked away somewhere. Shall we call it the hobby? Ooh, I like it. Yeah. So that's the little Actually, bar really like that's tucked it. away. Yeah. That's quite a nice. Should we? Should we kind of yeah, retire right? to some? Yeah. I'm some actually down for this. Warm climate cool. with back streets and little, you know, just off the beach a bit. And there's a little back street you go down. There's a bar just tucked away there. Yeah. Um, I'm down for that. Yeah, let's do that. If we let's have any that. real estate friends, let's open a bar. You know, <laughs> find, find us a good location. <laughs> I'll sell those vibranium plates. We'll open a bar. <laughs> and what we're done. There you go. Yeah, there we go. We'll have, Job done. <laughs> we'll have hashtag, pictures of them. That hashtag, close with it. hashtag retirement fund. Hashtag invest. Um, <laughs> now, I now, wonder. You know, it's funny. I wonder. Mm. I wonder how real all this is going to be for people, because I'm imagining people are perceiving this as 20, 30 years down the line, that all of these collectibles will some way pay for part of a retirement plan or something of that. Yeah, well, I've got the box of Phantom Menace Darth Maul figures upstairs from 1999. See, but like in my head, I'm like, we've hit a stage in, in our society, a culture that collecting has been seen as something that's going to do that for a lot of people. But in 20, 30 years, is that buyer market going to be there for this thing that a good majority of, you know, people in the last five years have built? You mm. know what I mean? Like, I wonder I wonder how much of this stuff is actually going to be what people 
are hoping and perceiving it will be. I want. I wonder because I, I, I see, and you've seen this too. It breaks my heart, but like you can tell when character collectors stop collecting their character, or have passed away, or quit, or you know whatever comes up, or officially calls it done. Mm-hmm. You can see listings on eBay ten at a time every couple mm-hmm. of weeks of all the same character. You know what I mean? You have that yeah. person who collected Mystique, and you see all this Mystique sketches that keep popping up. Um, really? That's the one I, I remember. Yeah. yeah, that's so, the one I've been seeing quite frequently. Is the Mystique, and I'm just like, it breaks my heart because they're definitely of us. Well, I wish I had oh. been able to. Basically, I wish I had been able to do what all these other people had done with sketch cards, but I came in not too late. I was just too young. I wasn't able to buy, mm. <laughs> you know, I wasn't able to buy in 98 um, and 99. You know what I mean? Like I had that eBay auction email from 99 where I bought like a silver surfer hologram because, you know, I was, I was younger. What the, what, what I was yeah, able yeah. to buy, but most uh, character collectors before Ian and I kind of went public and a few other people went public were sketches. They collected sketches of their character yeah. from all the different artists, which I love. I'm so envious of those collections, very envious of those collections. And, you know, we did it the other way where we just got the character in all the different sets and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I always see those people list those things because I never think the surfer collection is going to bring me any real retirement. Like, I don't think it will. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe like one or two pieces will. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't. Mm-hmm. Do I really think that's going to happen like that? I don't know if I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't, know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, I am. Um, I not sure. I mean, there will be there, there'll be a value in it, and the, the pieces will be desired. So, for example, for, the first thing is is if, if you know if I put my clogs, it's you're the one that I'm going to trust to move the collection on to raise money for my family. You know, so, at the end of the day. Um, so possibly yourself and Matt Fuller, actually, because I know Matt. Matt, I trust would trust Matt. Matt, Matt absolutely. Matt needs to open up um, a business. <laughs> he's done it a couple of times for a couple of he's people. Done it, he's done. He's yeah. amazing at it. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's you, Matt. I feel like there's someone else I'm not thinking about, but like it's definitely you or Matt who I would think, or I would mm-hmm. like see if Jordan wanted it. Uribo, our buddy, my yeah. buddy surfer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I mean, like I can't think of anybody else who would. Like for my, my collection, I know people who want sketches like our buddy Rick Ortiz, like he would want, you know, surfer mm-hmm. sketches, but you know what I mean? Like a whole character collection surfer thing. I don't know. Rick has heard on episode. Can't remember. I can't um, remember either. Lovely guy. Lovely guy. It Very was, nice. it was super few years ago now, a few years ago now. Anyway, yeah. uh, now this is the interesting one that's come up. Keith Boyle. I love Keith. And I've I've put little titles next to each of these little sections. Um, so next to Keith Boyles, I've put, keep it secret, keep it safe. Keith goes to say, I'm much more guarded on my chases. Bringing light or posting an in search of list has almost always led to gouging. Much more of, the ho- of my hobby is private and only shared with those I trust or after I completed it. There are a few there are a few good people left, but too much has been competition over community. So this is interesting. I'm going to go on to do a follow-up comment here because someone else brings in the phrase quiet collecting. I like this. I like this an awful lot. Um and it's it's kind of on the same wavelength as quiet quitting, which was mentioned on 
the comments last oh, week's yeah. show. Yeah. yeah that's right. So Paul <laughs> Zenisek, lovely fella, owns the store yeah. in um is it Minnesota? I think he's in I don't know where he, he I knows, think he's somewhere cold. Guy. Heroic Goods and Paul. Games is his store. Paul knows a lot more than he leads on. And he has like yeah. other collections. Paul is Paul is next level, man. I, yeah. I I'm always pretty impressed with what Paul shows me. Yeah, yeah, no, Paul's good. Um, so Paul Paul says, uh, like Keith said above, I've become a much more quiet collector. Sharing what I'm buying has only led to prices getting raised on me, so now it's a much more private share. I've now focused on sets and cards that I've wanted for years and years. Most aren't modern and most are non-Marvel. It's just been a for more fun use of funds and hunting. And Rich Garrison follows up, I too have learned to quietly collect for the same reason. Mm-hmm. I find it fascinating. This we've talked about this before because um, I remember Talk about one this of this a lot. Mm, actually, I remember when um, Masterpiece twenty eighteen uh, happened, and then this is this is an etiquette thing. Yeah, and there's yeah. there's um, this is definitely an etiquette thing. I openly posted on MMC, which was fairly young in these in that point, and Masterpiece twenty eighteen was just breaking. I posted a link to uh, when. It was permitted to um, post eBay links to live live auctions that weren't yours. Posted a link to someone and said, oh, there's a plate for your character here. And I posted it openly. Some other went in, bought it, and then tried to flip it to the guy I was tagging, which is just – I remember. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember who so it was now. Funny. It was such a it's so thing. funny you brought that up. Mm. I think that was the post for me. It's mm. so funny because I think that was the post because we've always talked about this, but I think that yeah. was the post where I was like, these MFers are doing this in the group. And that's when mm. I realized the group, and this is horrible to say, mm. but that's when I realized that <laughs> that was the post that led me to keep a list of character collectors. Ah, uh, and this is back Remember in like 2018. You? Yeah, this is right. like November 2018. Yeah. That was the post because I had started doing it because it was only like three or four people who I really like. I was like, Greg, Pankit. You know what I mean? I was like, mm. these are actual character collectors. If At I this point, I don't anything. think we knew Pankit. Well, no. Yeah, we knew Pankit because he was going for the Bianchi stuff. Anyway. Remember? Yeah, maybe, maybe I, can't, I can't. You know what? I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. But it all, I, it all, it all came in thick and fast over that year, 2018 to 2019. Because Pankit was doing cap. But then he got really on Bianchi hard. Yeah, I and mean, he got and loads of the premier on that. Bianchi. And yeah, he killed sketches. it. I mean, he yeah, killed yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, a crazy collection. Um, but yeah, so maybe so. But there were character collectors, and I was like writing down people's names and like making sure to keep up with people on Messenger because mm-hmm. I was just like, <laughs> I never want something like that to happen again because that was yeah. awful. Like I would be, yeah. I would be really pissed. Not at you, obviously. Yeah. But no, the, no, 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 prick. Who did that? Yeah. Well, now you know I and you. I messaged someone direct, so I, which is what I just did before we started recording about um, a Hildebrandt piece that went up, and this particular, um, I don't know if he got it. Let me just refresh. Let's have an update. Did he buy it? Did he buy it? Has it sold? He's gonna laugh his ass off when he hears this episode. It's out of stock. Uh, Okay. Okay. Let me just let me just type. Let me just type. Let me just type. Uh, you get it, and I'll put like fifteen question marks. You have to put fifteen for it to work. Yeah, you have to. Otherwise, you won't notice you have it. To. 
I don't know, but some someone has bought it. Is the person that I wanted to buy it? Anyway, but um, quite collecting. It, it's an interesting thing, and it's been particularly bad um, when um, people have gone for dollar over over um, any sort of moral compass. <laughs> Basically, um, you know, I, someone referenced it. We referenced it last week, and it's that week when Spidey Unbound and people who were, you know, previously. Um, mild-mannered reporter for the Daily Planet turned into um, oh, I'm trying to think of a DC villain, turned into Darkseed at uh, you know, the flip of a coin because they want to be able to flip that Spidey Unbound thing group, you know, that was, that was and it becomes, it becomes, it happens. It be, it uh, becomes that, a money thing yeah, that's, it, it, that's the extreme very, of it. it it becomes extreme mm. it's pretty terrible but it is interesting, you know, and I've I, I have for a while now been, you know, a lot quieter about what I'm chasing at any one particular time um until the point where we do one of these podcasts and i can't help because i just like I'm talking chatting to about a friend it. yeah exactly and we're just chatting <laughs> yeah. and then i forget and i'm yeah. like Fuck. Um, but, but um but anyway uh, tommy henderson goes on to add Tommy, and then we get cool. pj ryan piling in patrick oh, right yeah. um i found out his name's patrick uh, so tommy henderson when i started collecting marvel cards it was just me and a couple of friends when i came back to collecting i <laughs> just did it by myself a perusing ebay typo there anyway then i began to explore the facebook groups and saw how many of us are out there yes we are out there um some of us more out there than others. Yes, I'm talking to you. Um, not you, you. Um, oh, you. It was great seeing the international appeal of Marvel cards. However, I also learned some lessons. The biggest one being don't share too much of what you're after. With the influx of people with very deep pockets, I got scooped out of several Grail level cards back in 2021. I actually went back and deleted some of my posts here in the group and started my own personal page. He's got a really nice little page, Tommy Henson Collection, I think it is. Uh, it's just for awesome. mates. Um, now I'm back to where I started, collecting with a small group of people, but I now these people are from all over the world. So it's interesting. He's gone through that process, and he's he's changed how he approaches it. He's changed Tommy's what he an does. OG, man. Um, an OG. Like the stuff Tommy has is, is, yeah. is really refined and smart, but he has like, major, yeah, it's really beautiful. Now you can also hear us talk to Tommy uh, about his collection of error cards on episode. I can't remember. So, you know, we'll <laughs> maybe I'll, I'll audio it's, dub it's that like, over, but it's a really he's, interesting. He's episode. My, mm. Yeah. He's my error expert. If there's anything miscut yes. error, I always go to Tommy. Yeah. I don't, he knows. I don't mess around. He's got Tommy stuff. He's got some next level oh, like printing next, production stuff that you crazy, just stupid shit. don't it's see. It's like, how has he found it? How, I mean, because literally, he, he he hunts. He really hunts. Yeah, but that's the thing. To, he knows how to hunt very he, well. He reminds me of that. What's that expression they use for a submarine? That uh, silent killer. Silent <laughs> run killer. silent, run deep. You know, he's one of those. He is a silent um, killer. Yeah. So PJ Ryan, Patrick Ryan comes in um, and has an interesting reaction on this one, actually. Um, I've read it repeatedly in this post and it kind of pisses me off. Don't share too much in speech marks. I'm not mad at anybody who said, actually agree, but it's upsetting that it needs to be a thing at all. 
you can't share what you're searching for or passionate about because some random knuckle dragger will scoop them all up. I love his expression there. He just uh, won me over. Patrick's words, not mine. Or no, I love don't it. sue, don't sue. Um, this is the saddest part of the community. Where's the community mentality in that? Um, Isidore Chavez, Izzy. Um, Izzy! Comes in with an interesting counterpoint. Um, I, for one, am the opposite in that. I share everything from low end to high end um, cards or art. It's true. For me, even if I need or want something, I still share it. For example, the 2017 Widow, Black Widow Royal Foil of 99 from Fleer Ultra Spider Man. I showed this about a year ago on Instagram, on Instagram Live. Meanwhile, the. Well, of 10 pattern that sat in my eBay cart for over a year. It finally sold the next day. So my fault for letting it sit. But I later found another and I was, and now how I got it was super special and I was always remember it. So I know many like to stay more private and that's fine. But for me, if I can't share what I love with the world, collecting for me, we go back to something I did alone. But engaging in others' passions with your own is a wonderful thing. So that's, I like that. I like that sentiment. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to do it's what like, you're comfortable with. And also, like, you have to. I mean, if for me, I interpret that in my Fausto head as like riding the line, because that is. I mean, surfers always been expensive for me. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I imagine black cats the same for you, right? Like, I don't feel like you've ever gotten lucky. Oh, I have. With a black oh, I have. Cat. But like, oh, I have, but but no, but that's the thing. It's getting more difficult in the past couple of years. That's what I mean. A, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've got combination lucky, of, but like, there's someone always hunting for it. Does that? Yeah. That's what I mean by yeah. that. Because like, I'm not bidding on Surfer alone. Like when I bid on Spot, mm. it's me and Letty, and then I have to message Letty and be like, "Do you want this?" And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> so I stop, or he stops. You know, whatever. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. that's my only like. That's that's the dude. That's me, yeah, yeah. me and my buddy Letty who like Spot. That's it. You know Kevin what I mean? But two. like, Kevin number two. But like, if it's surfer, I can't tell you how many times I've been on a surfer card that had at least 15, 20 bids on it from like four or five, six people. Like, wow. like you, I mean, I don't, I imagine it's far worse for Black Cat with you, right? It didn't used like, to be. No, that's the thing. It didn't used to be. Um, sketches, yes. Sketches that's has what, always been an interesting that's my one. Head. But, but, um, but, um, but with um but that's because with sketches you have the you also have people who are after the artist um or who are just yeah. like collecting from that set so you have a multiple multiple uh, level of factors which i guess you could have with something like spider-man metal universe there'd be people who are trying to put uh, a turquoise set together for example yeah so you know it just so happens that that's the black cat they're going after that on that that ebay auction thing um i have found in the last two years, you got a common, you got free, you got the holy trinity of of of, of doom. Quite frankly, uh, yeah. for, for for that, you've got the market generally rising. You've got more black cat collectors out there, and there are more. You know, we've we've got one coming up on um, episode in a week, a week or two, whenever we turn that around and get it up. Um, and then you've got the third thing is that people know I go after it now. So, you know, there is a little bit of that tax. And, people, you know, some people have openly messaged on group that they think it's fine to add a character tax to things, um, which I think, I, I, I mean, 
because I'm obviously the, the target, it's like the tourist tax when you go somewhere and you've got um, you've got that um, you know one menu for locals and one menu for the tourists. Character tax, you know, huh? That's mo- nice. Yeah. That's really tax. that's mm. that's really cool. Yeah, a nice eyebrow there. Um, but um, the yeah, but it's but no, someone's actually used that expression. I know they have. I know. I know. I know multiple people who would use that. Mm. I think. I mean, it's, it is what it tax, is. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But there's also the kind of weirdness of like, I think character tax came up with um, MM16 uh-huh. more than anything, because like, like so, so idealistically, well not idealistically, but you know, factually. Like a base tier fours out of ninety nine, and an orange. It's not tier, but an orange that has a character that's featured in tier four base, orange. You know what I mean? The price yeah. is somehow higher on those, even though they're evenly numbered. You know what I mean? And people yeah, are yeah. still considering like a tier four. So I, there's definitely a character tax for a lot of people. Um, I don't know if I, I I wouldn't do necessarily a character tax. Like when I price something, if it's like the more interesting card, you know what I mean? Or like in terms of what people would be interested in, I mean, the safest bet is just put it at auction instead of mm. trying to figure out your price. You know what I mean? A lot of people put it up as like this outlander's price on eBay. You know what I mean? I don't know how much good that does. I guess that keeps you somewhat safe with best offers. I don't know. I suppose. I, suppose. I don't know what the best practice is. Um, the. What was I going to say? Yeah, I had that incident the other year that was it was black cat related. Actually, it's someone who is it was an active eBay seller and who's always priced fairly high. So ironically, the market's caught up with him. Um, but he oh. found out through a group that I was after something. I ended up talking to him on Messenger about it, and he immediately put the price of the auction up by over twenty five percent over the buy now. And I just like and. Yeah, you, I've told you who that person is, <laughs> and uh, um, it just. Really I don't know if I don't know if they're still in group. They're very, very actually inactive in group. Even if they are still in group, I think they barely post at all. Um, but but they're yeah, too busy screwing people over. Too busy so. screwing people over. So anyway, so uh, it's one of those things. Karma, babe. It'll come around and bite you. No, I'm saying, one day someone will have a card you want. Then we'll see. Then we'll see. But that's what happens, right? Because that you just create that culture. Yeah, I don't, like, know. I don't know these voices, but I'll go around. They, no. you know, it's funny. They, I like the voice though. They did this in um, they did this in Pokemon really hard, really? like really hard. Like it was, it was, it was, it was bad. Like they, like I knew I messaged a guy about a Dratini first edition Gemmit Ten card because that's that's my favorite Pokemon, and okay. um. I have a I have a grade nine. I was going to get the ten, and I messaged him. Same thing happened. I was like, "Hey, I'm interested in getting this. I see the nine sells for significantly less, but your ten is you know at this price. Would you do like you know two hundred bucks off or something like that? It was you know because he had it crazy priced, and then he bumped it up five hundred bucks, and every six months bumps it higher and higher, and it just sits there. It's been sitting there for like four years now, three years in um, Facebook price jail, I call it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't know, like, how small does your have to be for it's that weird. to give you a thrill? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very weird. It's a very weird situation because it doesn't make me want to buy it. In fact, all it does is make me think, well, I don't need the card now. 
or eventually I get it much cheaper yeah. than I ever would have paid. Yeah. That, you know, and that's the weird thing that happens with those type of people because you offer pretty high because you know they're high and you're asking them. So you want to come in really high because you're like, hey, I'm I'm come, I'm bothering you. It's mm-hmm. not for sale or it's for sale, but you're not really thinking about selling it. I'm willing to mm-hmm. meet you a little higher than I would ever pay for this. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, just to, just to satisfy what you need to let this go. Because sometimes collectors are the type of people who have a really hard time of letting things go because they have memories attached or, you know, I get that, yeah. especially with sketches. I totally get that. So I always go higher to try to accommodate. But some people really get off that power tr- power thing. And that doesn't do anything. I like, I just don't care about the card after that. Or I find the card way cheaper from a friend mm-hmm. and I pick it up then. Like I, I, I never, I don't, I just don't think it's a very logical <laughs> as a Vulcan thing to say, logical approach <laughs> to like, you know, pricing something. I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me to, to be that way. It's a logical captain. It's a logical. Izzy. Isidore Chavez um, also posted, um, and I've called this Find the Spark. Uh, Adapting is a great way to describe how to be in collecting now. If you don't adapt, you will be negative and sour most of the time. But be a collector and find the spark of what made you one. Read a comic, look at the cards, watch cartoons or movies. I suggest commission some artists. What better way to have fun and be inspired? So... Yeah, it's kind of like for me. I read into, I relate to that. What I was saying a while back is go back to the, you know, go back to the source. You know, go and have a look at what floats your boat in the first place. Um, Come back to your roots. Yeah, you always have to do that with your collection. Exactly. You always you- like I, I, I'm doing the, um, the base cards for the Silver Surfer in in a high grade mm-hmm. just because I'm here and. Yeah. Um, it's really it's, it's been really awesome to go back to my roots. You know what I mean? And I'm not overpaying, like you mm-hmm. know, because you know people are people who waited so long to grade PSA or whoever they waited, you know, whoever they waited yeah, yeah. long with and, and took a long time to return. Um, finally, like missed out on the boom or whatever mm-hmm. they wanted to do, and they're basically selling cards at like grading fee prices, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect to like do this little adventure that I'm on. Um, plus yeah. I had so many examples of these cards over the years. So I've been like getting cleaner, cleaner. Examples. But what's nice is that it does bring it back to the roots of like, I'm looking at 93 mm silver server card. I'm like, man, I forget how much I love this card. I'm like, yeah. what this card was me when I was a kid. Like yeah. it just, and it makes me feel like, I don't have to be the a-hole Such a paying two, $3,000 for a one-of-one just because. You know what I mean? It has a one-of-one mm. on the back. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I feel yeah, like yeah, it's, no, it's been that. really nice. It's been I really nice to, uh, to do that. Um, update, our buddy did not get the Hildebrandt piece. It wasn't card-related. No, he was. He, um, it, it, it sold while he was going through checkout. Someone basically completed checkout before him. He was going for it for 75 bucks. I know you get it for 75 bucks. That's not an argument. That's me just saying like, you know, it's, it's, you know, I don't know how specific he is with his collection, but Mm. Mm. you know what I mean? It could have been worse is what I'm trying to get at. Trying to see the brighter side of it. It could have been worse. Yes, it could have been worse. He could have have then caught on fire after realizing that that would have been worse. (laughs) Okay. I see my optimism (laughs) is not appreciated here. That's fine. 
But it could have been. That's an example of it being worse. I'm not wrong. And that like it could have been like a prelim to like a card art or I something. I know. I love how we've gone. I love how we've gone from is it card art to spontaneous, spontaneous combustion. There will now be a collection of Captain America stuff being sold off for his family. Anyways. It's not real, right? Spontaneous combustion is not real, right? That's just a conspiracy thing. It's not it, real. It, it is. No, Google it. it isn't. No, spontaneous it combustion. I'm not going to no. Google. Mm. No, this is no spontaneous combustion was b- before the internet. I remember reading books about it. When yeah, I was because school. it was just it was just because they didn't because yes, what I went to, to school person. before the internet. <laughs> I went to school before the internet. Oh God, how old are we? <laughs> Oh, Did you, were oh you still writing on slates it. when you were at school? Was it blackboards and chalk and desks? No, we, 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 had, we had this, I think it was called a rock and a stick, and we were just like chiseling. That's what it was. Oh, I was, chiseling. I was chiseling, chiseling okay. before writing. All right, good, good, good. Um, and next week we're going to have chisel card artist. <laughs> that would be a great competition. Chisel. Chisel, chisel, chisel me a sketch card. Chisel card. There you go. It's a, it's a, it's a two and a half, three and a half. <laughs> a bit slight chisel to something. Um, <laughs> if there was ever a card age called Stone Age, that would be the sketch card oh, period. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? I love it. I love Stone it. Ages, Stone Ages. Stone cards. Upper deck making cards. Upper deck making happen. Um, Literally and, getting. And we're not talking about rocks. Infinity Stone here. Um, <laughs> PJ Ryan, um, take a step back. Being a set collector at heart, I've had to come to a realization that. That wouldn't be a possibility with that. That wouldn't be a possibility with modern sets. Aside from winning the Mega Millions tonight, congratulations <laughs> if you did. Uh, there was just no way to chase down and acquire all the parallels, inserts, achievements, etc. Uh, well, yeah, that's 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 a truism of of all modern card sets. It's, you know, apart from some crazy mofo's like Keith, <laughs> bless him, who does you know go hard and and, and try and do that. There's very few people. There's that, a lot that, of that them. Do that. There's a yeah. lot of people. Mm. Um, a lot of people in the sense that people like. I've known so many people who like when they buy on EPAC, they really are just like checking off. Oh yeah, yeah, part yeah. Of the set. It's impressive. Yeah. yeah, there's there's maybe there's maybe one EPAC era set I would want to do that for, and that's annual 2018-19. For some reason, I'm excited that, to finally that get set, into. I love um, that set. <laughs> I'm excited to get into annual once Surfer appears when he does. Yeah, an annual. I'm excited to try it because I've never collected annual like you guys have, and you guys always yeah. have so much fun with it. Yeah, so it's fun. well, I, it was more fun before they changed up Packwell's um, oh, uh, yeah, a little bit, and you know that. the current, and yeah, but Marvel Annual 1819 was just perfection. They got the balance perfect. The quality of the cards was exquisite. Even the you know the base cards with the foiling around the edges, they're just gorgeous. Yeah. In fact, let me have a brief pause and I will show you some Marvel Annual cards that came in in my in my shipment. If I can find them, here they are. I mean, just look. I mean, these these are just the regular base. Look at the borders on oh. that. You know, with that's the regular base with the yeah silver. regular base with the silver yeah that's the thing, which is why I think you know yeah. with with the last two annual sets they've just they just dropped that. I, I remember talking oh, about that's it. Garbage. Um, but then you've got the um, the coloured parallels, the purple and the blue, and the reds and all that. 
Um, can I find the other? How many parallels are in annual now? How many parallels? Oh, good. Um, I'm not sure what the current modern set has got in terms of the pat. Can I find these? Can I? Bollocks. Sorry for the holograms. I always like those holograms. Yeah, the holograms. The holograms are nice, actually. I can't find... Uh, I did have some um, some parallel cards, but uh, but uh, the earlier annuals had the brilliant, the gold and the red border. This is annuals 2016. See, that's what yeah, I the remember. Yeah, the EPAC achievement with the gold border. Yeah, that's just a smooth gold uh, oh, on that one. Is that Terry um, Dotson? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I've got the four plates for. That's what I thought. Um, I remembered it. But then, so yeah, so annual now, that border isn't foil at all. So that's, do you see what I mean? That's just printed, uh, uh, which I think is a real shame. That said, uh, uh, again, I remember we put, we, we, I said this much on the annual episode we did a while back. Um, the foil in the, in the chase set is where all that money went. Oh, okay. Because they're ridiculously shiny. You know, the uh, like the number one spot, for example. You can't move for foiling mm. on that one. Um, sure, they're, nice. they're beautiful. Um, and then, of course, the holograms. Um, so this is from the first year they did hologram, which was Marvel Annual 19 and 20. They just did one level of hologram. Ooh. And that's the alpha. Oh, nice. Congrats. And then from annual 2021, they did two levels. They did the foil board, which was number 249. See, I dig that a lot, especially with her like that. And then they did the regular hologram. Now, interestingly, they were numbered to 20 for Marvel annual 19 and 20. Marvel annual 2021, they were numbered to 21. Oh, I like them already. That's a good idea. It is a nice idea, but the ho- the, the the hologram on the back of that is beautiful. Well, that's like um, Marvel Now, Marvel Beginnings type. Both of, of these were logos. very, very kindly gifted to me. So thank you. I can't remember the names of the people who gifted these to me, but thank you so much oh, for that. Oh, lucky. Um, the, that's sweet. That one I paid through the notes for, obviously, but uh, as uh, you do. But, as you do. But, but, but I have digressed massively. Um, Patrick Ryan. So he was saying that PJ Ryan was saying that, uh, however, um, older sets, less popular mainstream sets are still relatively easy to obtain and surprisingly enjoyable to put together. Um, some killer Loki sketches, which I'm becoming more of a fan of an incredible actor, actress is also to be found. Take a step back and see what the entire community has to offer and not just what pops up on YouTube first which I thought was interesting. So, you know, basically the stuff that everyone's shouting about loudest is the thin end of the wedge. There's so much more. Honestly, yeah, that's the yeah. thing. And that's the richness and depth of Marvel cards. You know, there's so much there to go after. There's so many people that got into Marvel cards this year and last year who I've spoken to, and they're just like, I had no idea this existed. Yep. This is a crazy nice mm-hmm. effect. This is so much better than anything mm-hmm. I've been collecting so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Pokemon, um, Pokemon, Star Wars, or you know, sports or whatever, magic. Because like, there's an inventiveness with Marvel cards that is pretty expansive. Not to say those other ones aren't, but mm. I, I do, I do like how Marvel switches it up from set to set. Perfect mm. example of that is um, Marvel Flare, you know what mm. I mean? or you know. Um, 
um, what's that set with the pexiglass and the other ones? The um, the flanel, the fr- fr- Fresnel. Oh, um, ages, Marvel ages, ages, yes. ages, right? Like, who'd have thought ages would have had some interesting things in there? And there are so many different inserts in the ages set that are just word so cloud, cool. flavorful, the Fresnel. Cool, yeah, it's inventive stuff. They're really, yeah, there's some mm. really inventive things in there. Really impressive. Mm. And that just came out of like ages, which I mm. I didn't expect to have that kind of um, diversity and set. In, no, in, uh, ages had some really good stuff. I mean, the decades, Chase said. The decades are nice, man. Decades should be its own set for a little bit, and then stopped yeah. because I, I had to. But decades should be its decades own set. should decades be its own set. Decades. But just do it in that. Forget about the numbered parallels. Just do it do in it that in a format. Way. Yeah, and then you have you know you could have like sketch guard artists do uh, homages to characters yeah. in particular decades, have them organized that way. Like a decade yeah. set would be really cool. Just do a There's nine a up cool page things. for each decade, nine up page for each decade, and then spin off and do some chase sets based around you know that concept. Yeah, this is really, really, good, really good idea. Good. Just keep it keep it tight. Don't number parallel it. Just make a satisfying set that sells because it's good. I think you, you know? can parallel that set. And not be hardcore about it. Like the cards from the '60s are out of '60. The cards from the '80s are out of '80. Yeah. Not. Yeah. You know. You don't have to do like crazy like ten fives ones and all that mm. stuff. You can. You can make it light and numbered mm. at the same time because like '80 and '60, those are not like gonna yeah. ki- like kill you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are not like yeah. hard chases. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think. I mean, I think the magic number <clears throat> is three. Is the magic number? Is the magic number? I don't know. I guess fifty can be pretty tough to chase. A set out of fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Know. Definitely. It just depends. It just depends. Definitely. Um. But yeah, no, Patrick, that's a good idea. That's a that's nice. That you know, take a step back. You know, just take yourself. See the see the board. Yeah. You know. See, yeah. It's like, it's like what chess players say. You know, see the whole board. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. This is an interesting one. Um, Brian Bode, who we we had on uh, a oh, yeah. couple of times, um, I've noticed he was is a lot quieter on the groups, and obviously there's not been yeah, yes. uh, a tremendous amount released, um, certainly in his wheelhouse, which is MCU kind of things. Um, uh, be selective is what I've jotted down for him. So basically, he said I'm spending considerably less than I did for litany of reasons, including kids in college, rising prices on everything, middling income, and needing to tighten up spending habits. Well, I think everyone's facing that particular. Um, challenge at the moment wherever they are um, that being said the quest in and of itself is not much different than it has ever been find cards that excite you and try to guess which ones might appreciate over the course of time i don't build sets and coming from the sports side you learn you can't go after everything and that others with far more money will always have things you want now, that's an interesting mentality because i think the sports side uh, in my brief dabble with sports card with the nfl stuff a few years back um I was trying to complete certain things and I just realized it's just not <laughs> feasible. I mean, it, yeah, it is feasible, but it's, it's not, it's not easy. Um, the collection has had to take a few hits to pay some bills, but I've been able to acquire some things with, at least in my opinion, uh, have good upside potential. So let's see how it goes. Instead of home runs, I'm kind of going for singles and doubles now. Um, so I think that's a baseball metaphor. I'm not sure what a single or double is in relation to a home run in baseball. But is he I talking think that's, about burgers? No, baseball. Home runs. So instead of home runs, I'm going, yeah, apparently it's a sport. Um, People um, play with balls. But anyway, 
Um, that's the one where they hold the really big sticks. The really big stick, yeah, and they wear yeah. a helmet, and they then they throw the ball that's, really that's hard at each other's faces and try not to um, get hit. Bit and, and runs so around them in circles. Yeah. Basically, yeah, that's the one. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, sports fans. Um, it's the Marvel card collector podcast, podcast, not the sport. This, yeah. We, we have to throw a jab here and there yeah, once exactly. in a while. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We 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 collect that men in tights. So what? Okay. We um, have wrestling and that in common. And ladies in in Spanish. That's well. You yeah. That's it. Um, um. But uh, what is? Hey, here's a question: Does Silver Surfer wear any clothing at all? So has he got like silver Surfer, pants? He does. So when okay. Surfer was first out there, they put him in whitey tighties, and um, really? he had underwear. Yeah, surfer had underwear. Yeah, I okay. mean, you couldn't. It didn't have like a, a elastic band on it. It didn't say Hanes. You know what I mean? But it was like <laughs> it didn't. Say, it was it didn't like, have a Y on the front for him to put. Yeah, he, they basically gave surfer. him a speedo yeah. okay. type of thing. You know what I mean? But I'm from Miami, so that's normal. Yeah, but, um, bungee smugglers. Yeah, and then and then and then they made him a silver cold piece, kind of just like eunuch okay. kind of whole thing. And okay. uh, that's where we are now. And then there's a lot of like leg covering stuff, so you don't see certain things. But he's not like Mister Manhattan. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get a show. You okay. Know what I mean? All right. Yeah, Mister Manhattan. Mister Manhattan's a dirty, dirty hound. Dirty. Um, he, he is definitely. So, um, but but Brian, uh, it's interesting that because Brian, what Brian does, he obviously gets stuff for himself, but he also buys stuff. You know, he's a speculator in that in that sense. So he does that. Brian, Brian is a major speculator. Thing. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't. Yeah, he. I mean, he 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 says. I mean, from what I remember, he he collects that way. He collects, mm. but with the idea that eventually, the stuff I think he said would go to his kids. Yeah, yeah. Would, he he like, did all that sports stuff for his kids. Safety over, net. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's yeah. how he views it. I mean, mm. if I've learned anything from people who collect sports, it's two. It's a couple of things, but two major things. One, you always get multiples. Mm-hmm. And two, when you deem something as investable or whatever, you know what I mean? You yeah. basically focus on that and you make that your thing. You make that mm-hmm. your specific thing you hunt for. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Marvel card people are the same way. I've met a lot of people who stack you know, their cards and people who try to control the market on certain serial numbers for characters and stuff like that because of the upside. So I know that that mm. exists. And we know people who do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm you know, teach their own. I, I probably would do it too if I found surfers, but I just, I can't see myself spending all that money on those things when I'm building up a larger collection. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah. like, yeah. Like, I mean, for you, have you ever, like, if you had a card that was out of 10, which you've had plenty of cards out of 10 or out of, you know, uh, five or whatever, do you, do you stack those normally? Like, if you have a low serial number? Card, no, do you stack no, them? no. I did consider it on um, X-Men Metal Universe. I only had the one black cat card, which was the buyback from Marvel Metal. Um, and there yes. were 10 of those. And I, yeah. I I I got one, and then within a very short space of time, I had the opportunity to buy another two. I did consider it, um, and I could have afforded it at the time because I just sold off a load of, of masterpieces um, yeah. when I was trimming down and just not having the parallels and just having the base. Um, and I, I was like, no, I don't think I want to. You yeah. know, and I put that money towards the vacation in 
in the See, states. That's the so, thing, you know, like, so I don't regret it, yeah. but I did have the opportunity. Yeah, you know, I could have, I could have over the space of that month, two months, I could have probably locked down half of them. Yeah. See, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like I had, I had the same opportunity for the flare buyback out of twenty. Mm. Um, because there's a legacy one, the surfer base, um, and then the power cosmic. And I got all three of those. And I think I did double up on one of them mm. because it was like part of a trade type of thing. You know what I mean? But mm. yeah, I had the same opportunity. There were like a lot of them coming out and they were mm. cheaper. Mm. And you know what I mean? So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Maybe I had two or three of one at one point and I put one on Comsi for the price I paid for the other one just yeah. to like, you know what I mean, type of thing. But yeah, I know. I, I think a lot of sports people, that's common practice for yeah. a lot of, even like oh, Pokemon. Absolutely. Like I yeah. know a lot of Pokemon play, uh, Pokemon card collectors that like, they don't mess around. You know, the, mm. if they see a mm. 10 of a particular card and it's like under whatever amount, they'll just like get a bunch of 10s of that card yeah. just to take them out of the pop report maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Good luck to them. Yeah. Um, thank you for that, Brian. Um Jason Smith, you know the um, you know the bit in House of M where Scarlet Witch says, "No more mutants." Yeah, and uh, you know, and, and basically, or oh, yeah, I think it was Decimation. I think was the event in the comics, and there's a, only 198 mutants left after that from thousands. You know, down to That's that. Um, anyway, um, so I've written this: um, no more UD. I've been staying completely away from packs and boxes as the prices are just so inflated. That stinks because that was always my favourite part of collecting over 30 plus years. Now I just buy singles here and there, but nothing higher end, too much risk. I've actually been buying baseball again, tops products only, and will stay completely clear of Upper Deck after Spider-Man Metal Universe. I'm only a small fish though. That's interesting though, um, that he's kind of decided to bail on new upper deck product um after spider-man metal universe which is um i think i mean i think the pandemic really burned a lot of collectors and i think a mm. lot of companies burned a lot of collectors um mostly not purposeful i'm sure like I don't no think no no wants no. to put out a bad product like i know I, I was watching a few things about tops and fanatics and and things that are going on with upper deck too you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like quality control was a huge issue. Moving forward, I wonder how that changes. We saw with Spider-Man Universe how it looked a lot better. Um, oh, there, def- there was problems. definite improvement from X-Men Major improvement, yeah. it feels like. So Massive, hopefully, yeah. hopefully it was just the pandemic and it's not a common occurrence, mm. um, which I have I – have, you know, faith that it was mm. just pandemic and, and it won't be a common curse, but there are things that are other things that are problematic. Like, I don't know. Well, if the I thing we talked about last episode. week, the tops yeah. and the artists and the race and the arts. And yeah. then there was something else where someone loaded a picture of what the nest star Wars master works. Oh yes. It's going to look like I mean, one of the and, actors um, and one of the actors showed a picture of it and it was just designed it didn't look like it came out of the Star Wars universe. 
And um, interesting. which is interesting is Star Wars, you know, Star Wars has this kind of theme about it where the cards appear like they came out, like you know, the Empire, the Resistance. Yeah. It feels like it's of that rustic or really chrome like world time. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, so you have that effect. And these were made and they look like they were made for jackass influencers. Like it was made for like people who are just there to show off things on yeah. camera yeah. like it didn't feel like it had any thematic sense around the properties of star wars and stuff yeah. like that you know i think upper deck hasn't done that um that i've seen really you know what i mean and and marvel's a different beast because like we yeah. already have certain like aesthetics to our sets yeah, like yeah masterpieces yeah. when they made that that made a lot of sense because it kind of harkened back to the designs from 92 93 you know what i mean like mm. the font was minimal the border was minimal and it didn't distract from the art you know what i mean so like i don't know it it, it seems strange I, I hope we don't see stuff like that happen mm. where we're getting cards designed for not for hobbyist collectors but they're designed to be propped up in media yeah they're leaning socials. into the pump basically you know, they're See, leaving a little I, too I'm, much into it, yeah. I'm hoping that doesn't happen with Upper Deck. I think, you know, the price change with Spider-Man Metal and stuff like that, you know, that's, I don't know, maybe something to do with that, but I don't, I don't possibly, know. Possibly, possibly. I don't know. Adam Black. Adam Black. No relation to um, Black Adam. <laughs> Um, says he's no longer buying new product. Uh, the consistent increase in the new product has led me to no longer buying the product new. It feels too much like gambling. So I'm exclusively a second-hand shopper. Since those prices can be high too, I just wait months after the product has been released to see what's available at decent rates. Coming up in our next State of the Hobby episode, we will be talking about this and other good hobby tips. Um... As such, I've decreased the amount of characters I collect. I was at around 8 to 10 characters a few years ago. 8 to 10 characters. I have trouble doing one. You kind of dabble with two. Well, three of you. Who said this? Uh, Adam Black. It's 8 to 10 characters. I can't imagine being a character collector and going off to that many characters, but I guess it depends how deep you're going down the rabbit hole. Um, I mean, Spot has, like, maybe, what, 20, 25 cards in all of Marvel cards? And that's it. You know what right. I mean? But, like... I'm going to go off to Cloud. Huh? I'm going to go after Cloud as a character and just nail it in one set. <laughs> and be done. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I know people. Yeah, man, that's weird. Like, yeah, I can't even imagine what grouping of characters that would be where that wouldn't yeah. be hard. I was around eight to 10 characters a few years ago. Now I'm about five and don't plan to add more. Parallels being heavily featured made me less likely to collect them all and just stick to the most limited parallels. So yeah, so that's that whole... Um, parallel fatigue i think that's set in yeah almost dude, immediately um yeah. benjamin carpenter has, has kind of uh said a very similar thing these days treats um ripping packs and boxes like buying a brand new car uh, i i let sorry i'm misreading this um i let someone else take the depreciation hit and buy what i want second hand <laughs> This means I will never drive a one of one PMG Ferrari, but I can happy I can stay happy in the secondary Toyota Camry sketch market still gets me where I want to go. That's good. <laughs> a combination That's of really missing good. words in his thing and my butchered reading. But you get the idea, yeah? You That's get the idea. Good. 
good. I yeah. like it. Matt Fuller, Matt Fuller said it keeps it fun, and he actually posted a really good thing. But it was after we recorded on the on the quitting thing, so right, I wanted so. to include him this time. Um, as as you'll know from when you heard Matt on episode, can't remember. Um, his sketch collection is is just vast, um, but but beautifully curated. Um, in an effort to keep my sketch collecting focused on the fun and avoid it being about investing, I'm trying to get sketch cards featuring obscure characters. Then when I find them, I'm learning about the oddballs that are depicted. Some I remember from a story, others I read about for the first time. So he's he's kind of finding the character and then reading about them in the comics, which is which is great. Um, I started focusing on just mutants, but really I'm open to any now because i love learning the stories some are absurd like i scream who can turn into ice cream no really that's his power others are oddly tragic like bailey hoskins who can explode but only once because he will die when he does (laughs) (laughs) say the same about you and me (laughs) yeah um in short, it's been a way to reconnect with the comics and the stories, which were so important to me as a kid, and has helped keep the hobby fun for me. Now, I'm going to pause at this point. Do you think he's trolling us? Do you think he's just made no, those I, up? I think that's 100% real. <laughs> really? okay. Like, if I know Matt, there's no reason. Matt has found the most obscure, random oh my goodness. mutants ever. I don't think he would be – I don't think he has to. Bailey Hoskins. I think, that, I, See, think he's, I think that's real. I'm not being funny. I would not be surprised. Bailey Hoskins could be a really good band name because it's quite a good story when you explain what it means. (laughs) I like that. Bailey Hoskins. So ridiculous to think that that's a mutant power. I know. Because we could all explode technically. I know. It's like like bees. They sting someone once they're dead. Yeah, that's right. Some bees. Because basically the sting is their ass. So they leave their ass in someone's skin and they walk away and they die. Might be able to be found in bees. It uh, could maybe, be. Maybe could be. I've maybe always maintained that wasps are mutant bees. I can't stand wasps. I can't yeah. stand wasps. If I, wasps if I, the wasps are first against the war when the revolution comes. If I have my way, I can't do them at all. I'm on your side. Um, good. Um, David Bank or Benke. Not sure how you pronounce your name, David, but um, um, I, I've I've titled his comment "Tough Transition." I believe the pump just accelerated my decline. I was already steering away from the new set because of the size and number of variants. However, the influx of sports car collectors and flippers definitely turned me off the hobby in general. I suppose I've not done a great job adapting and finding my place within the current climate. I'm sure I could find something specific to collect, but as a completionist, I just feel empty not having it all. Um, and I did. I did reply to his comment when it, when he posted that and said that I was kind of in that same space because I was, you know, I was trying to collect all of everything, and you just you just got to get to the point where you accept. Actually, I can't do that. You just go for the choice meat, you know, choice cuts instead, um, instead of trying to get it all. Like, but it's a difficult switch. That's I can't imagine. Like I mean, I guess I'm kind of having that with Surfer right now, but. I've met so many set collectors out there like yourself and others. Mm. And I, yeah, that's, it's tough, man. Like it's mm. like everybody, every <sighs> Marvel cards kind of welcomes collectors to have that. Like there's always been, and I, and I felt it too. And I've had sets and I've done this with sets. Like, it's not like I haven't done this, but have you had sets recently. <laughs> I've, I, I've had sets <laughs> 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 <Goodness>. <laughs> nice. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. 
No, but I, I guess what I'm trying to get at is like everybody kind of wants to have that library of mm-hmm. Marvel cards. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That kind of mm-hmm. active record keeping of all the cards that came out. Like I feel like so many Marvel card collectors are are about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Even I like took sets and categorized, you know, followed the checklist mm-hmm. and did all that kind of good stuff for a long time. Um, and I'm kind of doing that with the character collection now, but I, I don't know, man. Like for me, when it starts becoming a chore, it's no longer collecting. And I think that was the issue with me deciding not to go for sets is that it felt mm. like a chore rather than something I actively wanted to yeah, do. Yeah. 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 Cause there's, yeah. you know, there's a lot of really great things you get from getting a set. You get to see all the different artwork. You get to see all the different things that are done. Yada, yada, yada. But no, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I agree. It's, you have to adapt. You have to adapt. And that's part yeah. of collecting. But hang Especially in there, David. If you want to like keep going. Hang in there, David. Someone else did actually um, um, com- uh, comment um, something as well, but I've not written it down. And I, I, I deliberately pulled these out of the post so I wouldn't be scrolling up and down looking for stuff like last right. time. So, yes, people, I've actually done a bit of prep. Crazy day. It's so well, cold out here. Is that hell freezing over? That's so weird. <laughs> you always yeah, do prep work. A I pig don't. just flew past the window. <laughs> I just flew by um, the window. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Joe Reinwald. Um, now, Joe, can I just pause him? And uh, Joe collects Rhino, if I remember correctly, but he's also the guy who's put oh. together an artist's signature visual database. Oh, is that the same guy? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, um, cool. Now, I don't think he's, he's not. He's done a fair few sets, but I don't. He's certainly not done every set, but he's done a lot of recent ones. Um, and because there's a crossover oh, of artists as I well. Like him. Um, so yeah, so I'll try and see if I can find the link to that. And if I remember, put it in the tasting notes. Wait, is he it's like the perfect. old school Rhino collector? I believe so. Yeah. yeah, Joe's been around for a long time. Joe's awesome. Have you? That collection is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So Joe Joe goes, I'm a character collector. This means I maintain a checklist of every card that I know of and ultimately would like to add them all. So he's cut from our cloth. The high prices mean that I've passed on several cards. I refer specifically to the one-of-ones in recent green PMG of 10, but there are others. I can spend the asking prices, but I won't. I always have to keep my exit strategy in mind, and I know eventually on a long enough timeline that I will get bored with my collections and will wish to sell and move on. So that's interesting. He's talking about an exit strategy, which could be a whole episode in and of itself. Um, I know a lot of people that do exit strategy thinking, I don't know. What, as in what you'd part uh, with first, who you'd sell it to, if you'd offer it to someone privately, that kind of thing. Or like also like you understand that the, you know, you're not going to go forever doing this thing man that's it that would be a great episode because like i have so many th- different thoughts on that and like mm. i mean we should get a few oh, we should get a few people to pile in let's get joe i want to do a roundhouse dude i'd love to let's dude, get joe's joe like an og character collector let's get i joe totally on. know who you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. well character joe. club too let's do character club too get him in can we um, have a character collector meetup man i want to i miss i miss a meetup i love character collecting so much yeah Let's do a round table. Let's do a round it. table. Yeah, yeah. You, you, so you said a meetup. I thought I was going to have to um, I said get on a plane. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's, okay. fine. that's fine. I don't mind. I would you know, love to do a Someone pays the airfare. I'll go anywhere. Um, 
hint, hint. Anyway, um, and I, it's kind of, I kind of want to circle us into land now because um, this is a really nice positive one that Stephen Shane came up with. So remember, we're talking about evolving and, you know, how you've adapted to um, kind of the last year, 18 months. Stephen Shane sums it up with collect for you. I really haven't changed much. I still have restraint. I'm patient. I always look for the best deal. I research what I'm buying. Sometimes I'll pay more for something, even though it's a little high. But hey, I work hard. My bills are paid and I have a savings. Why not? Hopefully prices continue to fall. I'll soak it up. I don't care if the market falls flat on its face and the cards aren't worth anything. Worth anything. I collect for me, not my family, not for profit, not for retirement. Not to support a hype. Rockstar. So I wish you get cheap. I want it all Stephen, to get cheap. Right, Stephen Shane. Yeah, no, it's lovely. I it, it's just yeah, awesome. I like the sentiment to collect for you. I mean, whatever you're doing, just collect for you. You know. Don't collect no, I mean, for anyone no, else. You don't what, collect for any other reason. Someone else someone else tells you. To. Enjoyment. Um uh-huh. And PJ Ryan, PJ Ryan was all over this like a tramp on chips, um, replied, agreed. No intention of selling. I bought local collections and lots. I used to trade or sell. I don't make a killing. It's 90s cards, not graded. Laughing emoji. But yeah, hopefully the market falls. And I think the ones are truly in it for the hobby and not the hype will be happier. And overall, and the overall morale of the hobby would rise. So that was an interesting one, the morale of the hobby, which I think has definitely been a little bit low, hence us doing this kind of, state the hobby sense check kind of just moment. I'm hoping that by us doing these episodes that people feel like they're connected to yeah. other people who are feeling the same way and yeah. that will help morale. Yeah, because everyone's you know, chiming in and, and there's so much interaction going on on these posts as well. Major. Um, I mean, there's people here. I mean, you're not alone, right? Yeah. Everyone's feeling the same way. Yeah. And, and there's think, different content talking about it as well. So it's not just us. You know, it's not just the group. It's not just us. Yeah. Um, it's everywhere. i tell you what's interesting. Can I tell you what's interesting? I'm going to tell you what's Please. interesting. Let you me tell you what's it. interesting. Um, I discovered something new, and it's brand new. Um, last new. night in one other, in another group, um, someone tagged – someone basically wished all the group members Happy New Year. But what they did is they've got a new function in Facebook groups now where you can tag at everyone and it will literally tag everyone in the group. It doesn't actually list them all by name in one massive post that you have to scroll through, but everyone gets a notification and is tagged in that post. You can only use it once a day as an admin. Okay, which is fair enough because you don't want to be spamming all those people. Spamming your whole group members, yeah. But today's question which is going to be next week's episode. Well, there's a couple of things. Um, Jason Montgomery, Jason, thank you, Jason, um, already pit me to the post. He didn't know I was going to do it, so he'd already asked about everyone's 2023 collecting goals. Mm. So that is going to be what we talk about next. Um, Spoilers. Um, But as a follow-on, I've asked on that um, about people's strategy. How are they planning to achieve their goals? but also what advice they have for others. So that's gonna, that's our roadmap as we go through this day to a hobby. So next week we're going to be talking about goals and strategy. And then our final, because we're going to do four, I think. I mean, we might wrap them up in three, but I'm thinking, I'm, in my head I'm thinking four because it takes us nicely through like January four. and squares us up yeah. for the year. Um, I think the fourth one will be kind of a Cards 101 2023 edition. 
like advice that you have for newbies and seasoned collectors alike, tips and tricks, first steps. I would like that a lot. But because I've tagged at everyone, uh, it's like it's going crazy. It's going bonkers. There's people I've never heard of. In fact, there's there's a few newbies in the group who are trying to sell in comments on that post, which is really strange. <laughs> but uh, what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, there's some good. I, I've just seen a comment that's absolutely floored me. Upsetting wise? Just, I've got no idea what it means. Oh, you can't, Someone's you can't just commented, me. hopefully, Let's the episode on it. hopefully, see some new Marvel content so I can collect scene cards of Moon Boy. And boy is spelled B O I. Who's Moon Boy? Not talking Moon Boy, is it? Do you? I know Moon Girl, who's like on the dinosaur. She's the one. Yeah, Devil Dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Devil Dinosaur. You know that. Yeah. Moon Boy. Maybe maybe they updated it. Let's read that one more time. And then I think you think you need to uh, see us out. Hopefully, see some new Marvel content so I can collect scene cards of Moon Boy. Scene cards of Moon Boy. Whatever floats your boat, enjoy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Tasting notes and visuals for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. We're on most social media at the MCC Pod, and you can also watch the video of each episode recording on our YouTube channel. Leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash MCCP. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you find us. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Card Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use on our audio version is called Rocket Power by Kevin MacLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time, and remember, it's a small hobby but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting.